0: Late. Oh, Rock Church, we're finally here. <laughs> awesome. Well, first and foremost, now it's a privilege, privilege, and an honor to be here. We um thank you, uh Greg and Danny for um inviting us here to speak. And um oh just want to say that um what we've recognized, you know, from your fellows' pastors is that they love to serve. Ever since we've touched base and they've, they've uh, made contact with us, they've all been all about serving us and how can they serve us the best that they can. And we just want to say thank yous for, um, oh, and Michelle and it, oh, sorry.
1: Rochelle.
0: <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> She's doing all the work from behind the scenes. Uh, thank you for everyone that's you know um, helping to put this together and um, just trying to make this as easy as possible for us by serving us. So we just want to thank yous. Um, before I before we start, I just want to open up with um, you know just praising the Lord and welcoming the Holy Spirit in, and and then I'll hand it over to my wife who will speak, and then then we'll go from there. So. Um, Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we welcome in the Holy Spirit here today. We give you thanks and praise. Father, we thank you that you've got us here safely. And we thank you for the people that you've brought here to hear, not our testimony, but the testimony of you and what you've done in our lives. We just pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll speak to the hearts of the people and that you'll bring down any. Anything that will be stopping them from receiving what we have to offer here today, Father. So, Holy Spirit, we submit and release this church to you today, and we give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: <laughs> is this your and you I don't know. Are you out of here? For yep, yep, for now. Okay, wow. More dinner. <laughs> I was just saying, I met someone earlier on, and I was just saying, um, this is my second time to Wellington. The first time was in the back of a paddy wagon off to Arohata Woman's Prison. So, yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> Praise God. But um, one of the first scriptures that I learnt or that, that was ta- taught to me was Proverbs three five six: 5, um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Obviously, before Christ, um, you've only got your own understanding. So there's a lot of things that that I went through, Um, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional, Um, my mum committed suicide, so yeah, these are just some of the things, and then obviously jail, Um, but that led to me relying on drugs, um, alcohol, I was in and out of volatile relationships, Um, pills, I was... A heavy pill popper. Um, But these are because I only had my own understanding, obviously. And firstly, I do want to apologise if this is a little bit graphic. I'm just going into detail a little bit about some of the things I went through. Um, With some of the times that I'd been sexually abused, I'd actually been stabbed um, inside my womb and I would cigarette butts put out on me told that I was worthless and just Georgie wouldn't love me and just all, all these things that I started to believe um, that led me to, you know, get into that point where I was so empty I thought the only way out was suicide. So, yeah. But ultimately, all of these events ended up pushing me to Christ. Um, and Hubby will go into that a bit more later. But... After accepting Christ, I mean, that's a whole other story. The renewing of the mind, that is a journey. Um, I was twisted and angry and bitter. And, but if you really allow him to work within you and you submit yourself to him, and he will, he will get you through. Um, you know, when I come back to the people who sexually abuse me, I've forgiven them. My husband's forgiven them and we pray we, we not only pray for them we pray that Christ will impact them and will save them so I couldn't have done that without Christ neither could he <laughs> But and then talking about um, suicide if we don't give our things to God we are going to lean on our own understanding it's just going to take us downhill we've got to um, believe in God's word you know We are, you know, we are loved. We're forgiven. We're predestined. We're worthy. We're not unworthy. And we're accepted and we're made in his image. So, you know, and if he forgave us, who are we to hold it back from other people? It's not them who hurt, it's us. (laughs) So, but life now, you know, we're obviously married. um, Peace. Peace. and that ain't, that ain't from anything we've done. That's all from Christ. Um, I read a quote the other day. Forgiveness is the key which unlocks the door of resentment and the handcuffs of hatred. It breaks the chains of bitterness and the shackles of selfishness. All those things it breaks off are things from us, not, not other people. So we can all be set free. But it has to be in his strength. Um, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We can go out there and try and do it on our own. you will be going downhill, I promise you will. He's the only one that can get us up and if we can, he can set each and every one of us free. If we allow him. It's the way that we respond you know it's, it's that's what will bring us peace and hope and just everything he has to offer, so this story ain't about what happened to me or what happened to hubby or what you know all these events. it's about what he's done in our life and what he can do to through all of your to all of yours so take that away, don't take it away as just some feel good story like people like to do um uh, <laughs> take something away from it that You know, Christ is there and he he can forgive anyone and anything you've ever done. And he'll be there to lift you up throughout. So, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Hello. Oh, here we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, well done, hun. That's the first time she's ever um actually stood on her own and shared her testimony. It was a big step for her, so praise God for that. <laughs> ah, you did. <laughs> like she said, you know, I'll be sharing our testimony on how we come to Christ. But first and foremost, um, I'm gonna share a little bit about myself, uh how I come to Christ, and you know. Well, where I'm going now with Christ and how life is how it looks for me now um, as you would have seen in the pamphlet you know I was um, I was gang affiliated so I was with black power New Zealand I was actually gang affiliated since birth my my dad was the leader of the Whangarei chapter uh, so I was raised up in that um, that, that environment uh, but alongside I had a mother who's been a Christian ever since I was born so you know I was blessed with two different two different lifestyles one one 's heavily embedded in the gangs, and one's trying to drag me to church ever since a little kid. she's, she's um i'm not allowed to leave the house unless i i say um, unless I put on my armor this This is how strong my mum is i didn't realize it at the time, but you know um she done her job i wouldn't be here today otherwise um so i've had two different lives you know um my dad was in the gangs and um, he was in and out of prison. I was visiting him um, since a young kid, and um, I'd go to church. I even actually, um, I actually went to a, a primary or a Christian college when I was when I was when I was young before I went to high school and that. So I was um, I was um, taught a lot about the Bible. I always believed in Jesus. Just as I grew up, I went along my own journey and um, no longer seeked or followed Jesus Christ. Um but before I go into that, I'd like to have this um picture, this uh, the unbalanced lifestyle picture. So this is something that I didn't done done in prison. It's called Tefari Tapafar. It actually represents like my my mentality, um, my physical, my spiritual, and my well being, my family. And I'll just just like to explain um I've kept this original, so this is what I've done from prison. As you can see down there, I'm not a very good drawer, but hopefully I can uh, paint a better picture than my drawing. So um, the clouds and lightning, as you can see there, these represent the darkness in my life. So gangs, crime, drugs, and violence. You see the raindrops? They represent all the negativity and influences that I'm allowing to enter into my life. So you can see there's quite a lot. These flames, they represent my emotions and feelings, rage, anger, hatred, with no remorse for my victims and or even the consequences that I'd face. The wairua, in other words, my spirit. So I believe in Jesus Christ, but I'm what they'd call a backslidden Christian, no person that ain't seeking or following Jesus. Tinana means my body. I'm not sure if I'm explaining this properly. Oh, sorry about that. Um, Tinana, you can see on the left side of the house on the side, sorry about that, it's a little bit too small. So you can see on this side, this plank's quite strong. And on this side, on the right side of us, that's actually my spirit, so it's pretty broken. Just to explain that a little bit better, sorry about that. And um, my whanau, this is down the bottom where you can see, it's, it's it's down the bottom here. And that's my foundation. My whare is built on a rocky foundation, meaning I would be living two different lives, loving my family, but being overpowered with my love for the streets and the gangs, making my life very rocky and unstable for any positive relationships. These windows, if you can see up there, they've got cracks, they're shattered. So I'm not really a broken person, but... These actually represent myself being shattered because I can't be there for my family to protect or provide for them. That's what the shatteredness means there. The tornado, while well, that, was, that was my street name. It was short for tornado. They called me NATO. So you could probably see upstairs I was a little bit radical. Um, as you can see, I'm drowning myself with all the negativity I'm involving myself with. I'm also standing... With my back turned, which tells you I would be turning my back on the world at times, also the ones that loved me. I would block everyone out, convincing myself that I am no good for them. I can't help them. They cannot help me. This life is for me. Never told you at the start, but I was incarcerated for close to 11 years straight. So I did this inside a prison. Hadn't received Christ then. You will also see there's no door on my footy. There would be no exit at this stage of my life. I would see no way out of the life I'd lead. Overall, this unbalanced and extremely unacceptable lifestyle would have me trapped in a storm with no goals or care about myself or where my life would be heading. This is just a demonstration of... Where I was before I came to Christ. I wanted to share a little bit about myself, and this is um, some work that hasn't been changed from prison and how I operated, how I thought. You can see the lifestyle. But I just wanted to do that quickly, and I want to share how I come to Christ. And it actually comes through a poetry rap that I, um, that I ripped and I've written. I'd like to just share that with you now. I just want to tell you before I started this that um, this whole episode, um, I'm I'm actually locked inside a prison, and my wife's on the outside. And as you heard, you know she she'd been um, sexually abused and things like that. And um, how how these people come about, can't answer them. Never seen them. Don't know them. Um, but they come to destroy. And you know it's only because of Christ that we're here today. Um, so I'm in prison, she's on the outside. So if you can follow this, it goes. My pride had me twisted. I was trapped in the game. I was ready to go hard no matter which way it came. Gangster was the lane, no remorse for the pain I'd caused. Brokenhearted was my family while I'm in the wars. Turf wars in the ghetto had me trained for war. My heart roared with the passion I was down for the cause. Prepared to die for my hood and that I'd endure. I got so caught up in the love of it all that I forgot about the love of the Lord. She yeah, I forgot about the love of the Lord. Forgot about the power of the blood that was poured. Forgot about Jesus who died for us all. My life's on the line and I'm addicted to crime. Out on the grind and I be drunk getting high. Lost and I'm blind, tripping, I'm losing my mind when my family's at home. shedding tears as they cry. The lifestyle of a thugster flooded with rage. The lifestyle of a drugster, spilling blood in the cage. The lifestyle that don't love you. We'd all been led astray. Sad story is, I couldn't see no other way. Till my lady came, and she's fighting for her life. Running in out of conscious, blacking out every night. Internal bleeding, it'd be hard for her to fight. She'd be screaming out my name, stop breathing more than twice. Doctor, he told me, it's over. She died. She lost too much blood, plus her brain would be fried resuscitated like over 20 times if she ever came back she'd be cabbage for life you could only imagine what be going through my mind deep down the side I'm asking myself why my head's to the ground a tear falls from my eye I'm broken hearted family she's the love of my life there's only one thing that could make this feel right so I bow down on my knees and pray to the most high here yeah, I bowed out on my knees and prayed to the Most High. I prayed to our Father, He can bring her back to life. I prayed for her body a healing of her mind. that the Lord's prayer and covered her with the blood of Jesus Christ. Hours went by. She's still not alive. I'm praying and I'm hoping that she'll come back to life. Pacing, doing laps, trying to hold my head high. Having flashbacks of the good and bad times. Let me make this clear. I went straight back to prayer. Something just happened. It was like she was there. It was like she was there and just floating in the air, watching over me even though she was dead. Man, she made me feel peaceful and took away my fears. Then the doc said, I think it's time to let her go. But I was thinking, man, this fight's only just begun. I gave her my word that I would never give up. Never give up on you no matter what. I know that she's happy and she's resting in peace. I accepted her death, but I ain't accepting defeat. Plus the doctor told me there's enough energy for one more shock. So I say that we gonna hit it so that we can show her that we ain't never quit it. Look, the moment it come, the last attempt that arrived. I'm sitting in silence with my eyes open wide. Patiently, I'm waiting for the doctor's reply. Before you know, he'd be saying tear falls from her eye. He said it's a miracle. She come back to life. Heart beating and sitting on at 1-5. I try to talk to her, but she cannot reply. Because the resuscitations took a toll on her mind. I try to talk to her, but she's groaning in pain. I'm happy that she's back, she's stone-cold suffering. I talk to her again, ask her to make a noise if she hear me, and she does. Say it once again, then she follows it up. I say, don't make a noise so that I can get this right. Before you know it, there was silence like darkness in the night. Gangsta polite. See, I know she can fight even if she's paralyzed without any sight. She's the type of lady that will run into your knife and when it comes to her family, she will give up her life. Here, they be right. Banging on point. So I say, if you can hear me now, go make a noise. If you came to me now, go make a noise. If what I say is true, man, go make a noise. She made a noise every time and I was flooded with joy. flooded with joy that I cannot avoid. I'll be giving praise even though she can't feel her joints. They're saying that she's cabbage thin. Everything is thin. I don't ever care, man. I say that I'm a marrier. If there's life in the wheelchair, I will carry it. The Lord's on my side, and we're going to break every barrier. (laughs) Look, I know this is ugly, and her heart is real weak. Chest is burning hard. Mind throbbing as we speak. Her body ain't functioning. She can't feel her feet, and the pain is horrific. You can hear it as she weeps. It's not a pretty sight. Not at all I'm imagining. Felt like forever. We were all battling. See, time drifted by. Her eyes open, She could see. I couldn't help myself. The first chance she could speak, I had to ask her now, did you come to me? Check this out. She whispered through her teeth, told me everything she seen. She told me that she seen me. I was praying on my knees. She told the doctor everything that she went through, and the doctor confirmed it. It was all true. Everything she said just revealed she was there, alive in the spirit, in the flesh, she was dead. It's not that I've seen her, it was more of a sense, an out of body experience that we'll never forget. Look, I don't expect you to believe what I said. But I'm telling you, it's as real as me standing here on the set. This is a war story with love, no regrets, and we give all glory to God here to pay our respects. Look, ever since that day, God opened up my eyes. He helped me realize that there's more to this life. I went and left the gangs and gave my life to Christ, accepting Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and my Savior. Ever since that day, man, I've praised our Creator. Don't be a hater, because I'm following the Lord. My testimony's real, man, I'm far from a fraud. I'll lead you to the Bible, it's as sharp as a sword. Yeah, I read the Bible, doesn't mean I ain't hood. Look, if it wasn't for the Lord, I'll be back on the streets. Back on the streets, strapped and packed with some heat. Back with the gangs, rolling with the crack fiends, have a one-way ticket straight back to Maxi. Life in the gangs, it'd be dead or in prison. If you don't fear death, I expect you to listen. There's a heaven and a hell. There's life and there's death. There's Christ and the devil. Which one you gonna respect? If you didn't catch the drift, it's pretty much a, a life and death situation when my wife resurrected. I was sitting inside of myself. I'm caught up in this lifestyle. I am praying. It's probably the first time I ever got down on my knees, and when I did, you know, my, my partner's on the outside. He was my partner at the time. Now we're wife's, uh, she, wife and husband married. So glory to God for that, um, she suffered some horrific pain, and the story that we delivered today, it didn't only happen once, it didn't only happen twice. There's there's we can't even add up the amount of time that God stepped in when these people were trying to inflict harm. What happened is practically I'm praying on my knees. My partner, as you heard, you know, she had passed away and the Lord allowed for her to um pop into my cell. Let's just say it like that not like this form, like how we are, it was a sense and a vision, and I just looked back, and I just kind of had a vision like it was her, and it took away all this anger, all this fear, and and it just gave me the sense of peace, and what she told me is that she said, "When when I kept my word and I never gave up, that was the last thing she seen, and she entered back into her body, and when she entered back into her body, a tear dropped down her eye from the doctor. Ever since that day, Jesus became the realest thing in my life. There was no denying him. His undeniable presence and power. And it changed my life straight off the spot. Not only that, did it give me the courage to change my walk, but also the people that come to steal, kill, and destroy, my wife and I, they were touched by the power and presence of God through this miracle. And those are the people that we continue, continue. Every single night, she's praying for them. She's truly forgiven them. The impossible became possible with God. And this testimony here today, it ain't about me. It ain't about Anya. This testimony here today is about Jesus Christ and exactly what he's done for us. This ain't about trying to boost up our name. It ain't nothing about, this is about delivering what Christ can also do inside of your lives. And the peace that you can receive in Christ. Before I carry on, I'd just like to, um, if I can get that track. We love you, Lord. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Ha! We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful testimony that we get to share for our lives. We pray that we will break down the walls of the people that are hearing today. That you will give them insight into your love, into your power, into your peace. we are giving you all the praise, all the praise and all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And we all say, Amen.
1: Majesty Records.
0: Hey, first of all, I wanna give thanks, giving ah, uh, thanks, giving for the life that you've given, Lord. Thanks, giving for the life that you've given. You sacrificed to pay the price to lift me out of my prison when I was lost, trapped in my devilish ways. You paid the cost with the blood that would run through your veins on the cross. You overcame all that we came. Now by your grace, the victory's won and forever I'm safe. I give you praise, Lord, for everything that you've done. The greatest gift, Lord, is to believe in your Son. There's no other one that could have done what you've done. We thank you, Father, for the love that we received in your Son. I believe in your Son, because I believe that it's done. I believe that it was over as soon as Jesus said it was done. Worthy is the one who hung on the cross and died for us. In His name is Jesus. Hey, I just want to give you praise for everything you've done for me. Could you pull me on my darkest days? From death you would set me free. My heart was full of rage. You came and you brought me peace. And I want to thank you. See you stepped off your throne and Willingly died for me To fulfill the Father's will that's inside of me Believing in you broke the spirit alive in me Now the Holy Spirit's alive and redesigning me from A lifestyle where well, I was addicted to drugs banging on the streets and all that like kicking with thugs I was consumed daily by my hatred and rage I was planning a killing soon as I stepped out of the cage But there you came Crept up in my darkest days When my partner laid murder in the most heartless way Then I prayed on my knees and I'ma give you praise Cause you brought it back to life And took away all the pain Showed us the right way Showed us that Christ saves Led us to the book of life This power in Christ's name Christ came, he died And let me tell you, fans That he's alive and he's the light To guide you that to the promised right. land Hey, I just wanna give you praise For everything you love for me Cause you pull me on my darkest days From death you would set me free my heart was full of rage. You came and you brought me peace. And I want to thank you. My heart was full of rage. You came and you brought me peace. Couldn't have done it without you, Christ. Love you. Well, moving on. <laughs> um, if I may, if, if I may have the the next picture, uh, please. This is a uh, carry on from Anya, as it was clear that we both um found Christ together. It's, it's, it's quite um amazing because it was actually the struggles that draw me closer to her. And. The things that God does in our lives and the way that He operates us just leaves me in awe all the time. I'm like stunned, mullet, and they just He just He just He rocks my world. Let me just put it that way. He rocks my world. Um, but here, the same scripture says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct your path." You can see here. He goes, "The only me, I've just you know received the miraculous miracle." I've left the gangs, and my journey, I've accepted Jesus Christ into my life. Therefore, I've received my salvation and the promise from the Father, which is the Holy Spirit. And now he's, He's come into my life. So trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. So I've taken a step of faith. Trusting in the Lord, I'm giving my heart back to Him. And I don't really know how to trust in the Lord at this stage, to be honest. But this is where the scripture hits me because it says, lean not on your own understanding. You've seen my, my old understanding. The way that I thought, the way that I operated, violence was okay, violence was normal, violence was the solution to solving all my problems. I had a destructive mind. See, but how this scripture rocked me is God said, Lean not on your own understanding. In other words, he said, no longer do the things your way, but now to do them my way. This is how I felt. Like a lost little kid, stuck out in the wilderness, in the middle of the desert, left there. Now I don't even know who I am. I don't know which way to go, and I don't even know my way home. This is how I felt when he's telling me, lean not on your own understanding. I'm pretty much standing in the desert. How do you do that? And then what does he go next? He says, now acknowledge me in all your ways and he'll direct my uh, your path. In this stage, I don't know how to acknowledge him. I'm, I'm sitting here lost. How do I do that, Lord? How can I acknowledge you? I don't know any other way. This is my life. I'm, I'm stuck inside prison. I'm already institutionalized. The world doesn't even exist to me. The way that I think and operate is not acceptable, even in man's eyes, let alone God's eyes. So in other words, he says, anything ungodly, you need to throw away. In other words, he just said, throw away your whole life. Now acknowledge me, and I'll direct your path. I need help. I'm lost. I need someone to counsel me. I need someone to comfort and guide me. As you look up here, I've, the old me still exists. You know, I've accepted Jesus Christ. I've taken the biggest step into salvation. And what happens here when I receive my salvation? The promise from the Father came. I received the Holy Spirit. And He was the one that came into my life and made things new. Let me tell you, Second Corinthians 5 verse 17, it says, um, Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation, I'm telling you I'm feeling like a new creation right now. I am not feeling like a new creation. I'm telling you, the enemy's having a field day. But what happens is the Holy Spirit comes into my life. He's the helper. I need help. I don't know any other way. I don't know the ways of the Lord. I know how to pray. I know how to forgive people, certain things like that. But I don't know how to seek and follow him. And this is the stage. I'm trying to find my way back home. I'm a lost little child in the wilderness. Don't know which way to go. The enemy's pulling me all different directions. I'm being challenged by my my characteristics and traits that I've been brought up in or that I've um, embraced along my journey. But here's the Holy Spirit, comes into my life, He helps me. Clearly I need someone to counsel me. How's He going to counsel me? He's going to counsel me with the Word of God. Not only that, He's going to come, I need a comforter to help me through the battles and the struggles that I'm about to face. Let me tell you, when I accepted Christ into my life, it was war. Reality hit me. Already I'm living in a war. My life's already destructive. Everything that I'm doing, I, I'm thinking that I, that I love my family, but I don't know how to show them because my actions are inflicting pain on them. I'm self-centered. I'm arrogant. I'm all about myself. It's me, 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 but I can't see that. I don't fear God, but I fear man. I come to understand that. I fear the way that men think about me. What happens? I give my life to Christ. Next one, my dad ends up inside of prison. He's uh, looking at a life sentence. Um, my, my mom ends up with a brain aneurysm and blood clots inside of her brain. She's almost getting taken out. Uh, my wife's being stabbed and almost taken out on the outside. At the same time, the system's rejecting my change. They only know the old me, so the only way to test, to test me is to throw this test and trials in my way. So in other words, they're just tormenting me with all these things trying to get a reaction. They ain't helping reintegrate me. So I've got all these challenges along alongside all my anger issues, my entitlement issues. This whole, this whole storm that you've seen on the picture is activated in my life. And here I am like a lost little child who's accepted Jesus Christ, where the Word says that I'm a new creation. And let me tell you, I am a new creation. Don't get that wrong. It says that old things have passed away, yet behold, all things have become new. In our discipleship, um, it says that the original says that old things are progressively passing away. Behold, all things are progressively being made new. In other words, when you come to Christ, everything ain't perfect. You've just become a witness to reality that the enemy is real. And now you know who you are in Christ. But you find out on, uh, that along the journey. And as we come along, how, how did he begin to counsel me? If I could just have uh, Matthew 5, 44, please. But I say to you, love your enemies. You can see the conflict in the war I'm in. You can see what my wife's going through. You can see what my dad's going through. I'll tell you, I'm trying to get back to units. I'm trying to get back to the units. I don't care about getting out of prison. I, I, I don't care about getting out of prison. I don't care about my consequences. I don't care about my life at that stage. See, but that's the enemy deceiving me. He's deceiving me. He's trying to use my old characteristics. My weaknesses at this stage, which used to be my strengths, have now become my weaknesses. I can't operate like this. And what does he say? He says, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Every single angle that I can see in my life now, I'm being attacked. Tell you, I feel, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm giving up. I said, I can't walk this walk. Nah, I can't do it. Lord, I can't. Next time I'm down repenting. I'm up again 10 minutes later. I'm back down. Up, down, up, down, up, down. I'm going crazy inside of my head. I'm even on phone calls Why some of this abuse is happening to my wife. I'm sitting there and I'm listening. I'm emotionally being tormented. I can't even fight this battle even in my prime. There's no other way but to rely on Jesus Christ in this battle. What is my point here? My point is that the counselor comes in, he starts equipping me. He says, um, "The word of God spoke to me," and he says, uh, "Clearly, you love your enemies." So I had to find a heart of forgiveness. I had to find a heart of forgiveness. I was telling Greg last night how psychologists and all these facilitators used to come and try and, you know, try and use their 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 wise knowledge, so they'd say. And then the one thing I'd say to them when they're trying to teach me is, you know that your your fellow's teachings are good, but they're only limited. And they'll they'll look at me like, oh, yeah, and what's that? I'll say, can you forgive your worst enemies? You should see them shuffle in their seats. Each and every one of them, from all the top ones too, because the top ones knew Not everything, but knew with my dad, mom, and also my changes and the challenges that I was facing. They have to come in and analyze. They have to come in and try and get closer to see what's actually truly going on. God said to me, oh, the Holy Spirit showed me scriptures like a fool is a person who is quick to anger is a fool. He's like an enemy with his walls down who allows the enemy. And every time I got angry, I'll be thinking I'm a fool and I don't like being called a fool. <laughs> yes, yeah, every time I'm getting angry, he, he, he's, he's reaching me. Let's just say he's, he, he's reaching me. Not only that. There's just so many scriptures as He began to teach me, to help me to acknowledge Him so that He could direct my path, to show me my way home, show me who my true identity was. I might identify as a gang member, a convict, all these things. You know, but in Christ, they don't even exist anymore. I'm chosen, predestined, made for good works. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm an ambassador of Jesus Christ. I'm a son and a child of God. The world can say what they want to say. I ain't caring about what man think anymore. I only care about what Jesus Christ has put in place for us. My point is here. When you accept Jesus Christ into your life, you just come as you are. Literally come as you are. You see all my problems I'm facing. I could have never dealt with those things on my own. As much as I'd like to try and convince myself, I'll be only believe, believing in the filthy liar, which is the enemy himself. Come as you are. Bring your addictions. Bring your anger issues. Bring your family problems. Bring your whole family issues to Christ. He's going to help you to receive peace. One of my things when I, um, you pick up along your ways is, you know, caught up caught up with the street life and gangs and things like that is you're quite um, protective of your image and your reputation. You put your life on the line and things like that and Walking around, walking around and catching eye contact, you know, is a real it's a real moment for people that like to protect their image as a gang member and all those types of things. So when you come across another gang member, you're always like looking them in the eye, just just seeing, just 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 scoping, checking, just in case he comes from behind or anywhere. But see what happened is when I got out of prison we're going to the gym, and I've still got these problems. I get out of prison, and I'm going to the gym, and I can't look at anyone. I'm just like, I'm looking at the ground. I, can't look, I just can't look at anyone. Because when I, when I catch eye contact, it's before I'm like, <laughs> these little issues. But if I can have um, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18, I just want to bring this one. I think this is pretty important. Why well, I would not look at the things that are seen, but the things that are not. For the things that are seen are only temporary. Let me say that again. For the things that are seen are only temporary, and the things that are not are eternal. Can I get people, let's just nod your head. Let's say, nod your head if you've got someone in your family that ain't following Christ. That should be each and every one of us, because each and every one of us have got somebody, I'll tell you, I'm the first one out of many that have accepted Jesus Christ into their lives. My, my brothers and that are all in the gangs. Heaps of my brothers are in there serving life. It was over 100 years just between almost a handful of us. But here's a story I want to share about a woman with great faith, which is my mother. I tell you, I wouldn't be here today if someone had not been praying for me. I wouldn't be here today if someone hadn't have been asking for forgiveness for the wrongs that I was doing. I wouldn't be here today if someone hadn't covered me by the blood and asked the Lord to surround and protect me by angels. i tell you right now, you wouldn't be here today if someone wasn't praying for you. If someone hadn't have covered you in the blood and asked the Lord to protect you, we would not be here today because the enemy would pick us off like a little fly. But well, it's my point, it says, we're not looking at the things that are seen. For the things that are seen, they're only temporary. You see the struggles, you've been praying for your family, you've been praying for your brother, your sisters, your cousin, your mom, your dad. We're not looking at the things that we can see. Because if we do, then we start to believe in the spirit of death who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But that ain't the destination for our family. We're speaking life. We're speaking hope. We're speaking salvation. We're speaking Jesus Christ into their lives. Some of you might be struggling in this walk to continue to pray for your family. Life's only getting worse. For their situation, you can't really see any changes or any breakthrough? I asked my mom. I can't remember what the question was, but I know the answer. She said, "This: anyone who relies on their own strength will grow weary. In other words, if you're trying to do it on your own by your own strength, your own power, it's not going to work." 40 years, she's been rolling in and out of prison, visiting me and my families. She's never never given up on faith in Jesus Christ. How did she do it? Because she trusted in the Lord. She knows her God. She doesn't care what she can see. She ain't going to agree to that. She speaks life into them. She speaks who they are in the kingdom of heaven. It mightn't look good. But I'm telling you right now, I'm a testimony of hope for all of you here right now because my life never looked good. I caused misery. I broke her heart to pieces, Torment. She was covered in fear, not realizing if I was going to come home tonight or if a victim would suffer from harm from her own son's hands. Yet she's still not hung in by me. She hung in with the Lord. It wasn't her love for me that got her over the line or got me over the line. It was her love for Jesus Christ. It was her trust and her faith to move mountains. And I just wanted to say that as an encouragement for any of my brothers and sisters here that have been praying for their families and feeling like you ain't getting no breakthrough. Cast your care. He cares. Speak life. Life speak hope, speak love over their lives. It might not look the best right now. And it ain't in your time, but it's in God's time. He's powerful. I'll tell you, like I said, man, I'm stuck in awe just thinking about him. He's always revealing things to me. He's straight up and down perfect. He's got a purpose and a plan for each and every one of our lives. And he just blows me away. If you're feeling like you ain't called, let me tell you, you were called. You were chosen. It says says in Luke, I think it's 15 verse 18, it says that if you are of the world, the world would love you also. In other words, if you want to be like the world, you want to act like the world, they will accept you. But then it says this from Jesus Christ, it says, but you are not of this world. I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world will hate you. You're chosen out of this world. And then at the same time, he chose you now to go back out into the world so that you could speak the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like I said, this testimony here today, it's not about me. It's not about Ania. It's not about my mother. This is the testimony of Jesus Christ. There's the hope of all glory for each and every one of us. (laughs) I just want to close this down with... um, with a song. I'm um, off to set up the guitar may may have the guitar set please. Um, let me just encourage you if if you've been struggling to to find forgiveness in your hearts if that bitterness, that poison you can feel it, that envy that revenge I just encourage you to cast that over to the Lord you'll find peace that withstands all understanding that this world can offer you'll become a light in their world they may even be confused when you show those signs of forgiveness but I tell you it's rewarding and to walk in it is truly a blessing And I just thank you, and I'm just going to do the song here as our brother tunes up our guitar. Hello, hello. All right, all right, awesome. Ah, thank you, Lord, for guiding me through this sermon. Couldn't have done it without you. And I will need your help on this song. <laughs> So much
1: trouble, so,
0: so many tears. Hearts have been broken. Then nothing I can do to take away things I've done in my past, but I know now can change all of that, hey, for the people in my life, yeah, it's time for me to make it right. And my life's oh. lit another story, all about Horty, oh, raised up inside the hood where things weren't too good, now that's another story, gang affiliated since birth, so I guess normal people say let them curse, gotta make the best out, the worst than us, struggling just to make things work, God, going up in the life of crime, addicted to the drugs and the violence, yeah, raised up, up on the streets, so we're living by the code of the silence, oh loud thugging up upon the block, caught up with the cops that were struggling, yeah living without the conscience, I could see my whole world in front of me crumbling jaw no doubt man I grew up cricket, ja. no doubt I was gangster tip the team. yeah no doubt to keep the real now looking weird, real it got me sitting inside my cell as I dwell on my past thinking about the ways that I act. Yeah. I, I can do to take away things I've done in my past, yeah. but what I know now can change all of that, hey, for the people in my life, yeah, it's time for me to make it right, yeah. Is my life This in my life, so let me tell you a little story. How things have changed. I was going insane ever since I, ever since I was locked inside the cage. Now I sit back and relax and I reflect on my past acts. Now I can see all the pain that caused, all the wasted years when I'm sitting locked up behind these walls. I can take a there, but it ain't okay. Yeah, nah, no, it ain't worth the pain. Yeah, not live the suffering. Did you gonna cause all your family? I don't wanna have to reflect and see the tears fall from my mama's eyes no more. I don't want to flick and see my sister grow up without their bros no more. I don't want to be the cause of this pain, the heartache can stress because we're going insane. I want to search for a better way, live my life in the most straight parts so of the way. So I think before I act now, find a way to get me up out of the trap now. Thinking about my family's on the outs, number one, say, I'm going to get down, chicken it down. Now, I give my heart to the Lord, thank the Lord for the many blessings that I've had. Thank the Lord for the many blessings that I've had. For the guidance and the strength to get me through the darkness when it was getting bad. Thank the Lord for the battles I survive To help me overcome the devil's thoughts to my mind die Thank the Lord for my family's support While I was sitting lost, locked up in walls Now I know, through the Lord I've seen the light And now I will sit down here just to make things right For all those that may have lived the same life I wrote this song, it'll change your life. See, now, this is how it is, this is how it's gonna be. Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior is inside of me. This is how it is, this is how it's gonna be. Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior is inside of me. This is how it is, this is how it's gonna be. Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior is inside of me. This is how it is, this is how it's gonna be. Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior is inside of me. See, heaven is real, not the story to tell, keep it real. I got to let you people know exactly how I feel. Just take a quick second and look around. You can feel the sound that the devil left me, trying to pull you down. You got to overcome and recognize what is real. That there's a purpose and a reason why you're in this world. Just like the Lord sacrifices life to take away all your sins so that you can never better lie. It do not matter what you say or what you do, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior, is there for you. You don't have to be afraid, just have a little faith. Look to the heavens and you will be saved. See, in life we may make a lot of mistakes. Because in our minds, our hearts are flooded with hate. It's never too late now to change your life. You can't change the past, but you can't make it right. So there's nothing take away <laughs> the things you've done in your pain oh I'm sorry, sorry about Oh, <laughs> sorry about that oh, <laughs> lost <the pain. laughs> Oh. Hey? Oh, I I got us one for oh, their messy I what was lost but now I found Now I know that you're here, that you sacrificed your life for me. I will follow you, cause you are the king of kings. Thank you, Lord Jesus for saving me. Said I thank you Lord Jesus for saving me. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I'll just pass this over to your fellow's Great Pastor Greg here. It's been a blessing and an honor. And, uh, you know, we give all the praise and the glory to God. And we also uh, want to say thanks to our pastors who are mentoring us and, um, you know, equipping us the best they can. So we thank God for them in our lives too. We thank you for this privilege and honor to be able to speak to you as we, um, we pray and hope. But we believe. That the Holy Spirit has um, not only touched but pierced the hearts of many and encouraged you to you know, seek God, eat that much more. So thank you. God, please.